Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans in Reaction Theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Do you want inside information? You will not be able to repeat it to your kids, but you will learn and you will laugh. Door bumper clear is on. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the 88 Cup Car, 7 Xfinity, and the 29 truck. And alongside of me today is Brett Griffin, freshly home from Kentucky Speedway. Spotter for Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, and we actually are all here today. We're all yeah. here. And Gang's Kristen, all here. Kristen didn't make any poor life choices over the weekend. No bad that food. That you know of. No bad food porn. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like food porn is like the downfall of Kristen Bauer. Uh, I should just stop eating altogether. Yeah. And Probably. drinking. Happy and drinking. belated and happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Nothing like spending it in a Kentucky hotel. Oh, God. Ugh. Man, let's just talk about Kentucky. Let's do it. What, what do you think about that place, TJ? Where? Kentucky. Kentucky uh, Where? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite part of Kentucky? Leaving. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Here's my struggle. Like you have you have the Kentucky Derby. So much pride. You have Kentucky basketball. So much pride. You have the Louisville Sugger is made in Kentucky. So much pride. And then you have this place <laughs> called Kentucky Speedway. And I swear to God, it's got to be the worst sporting venue in America in terms of amenities, cleanliness, and just things that people as fans would actually enjoy. Yeah, it's very poorly taken care of when we're not there. Like, it really is. It's like they don't – I had to watch a friend of mine, a fellow spotter, climb the stairs. And Chris Osborne, who we had on the show, the elevator broke probably five times the first day we were there. Yeah. It should not do that. It I mean, needs to be operational, really? what, three days a year? Yeah. Yeah. And so I watched him climb these stairs and, you know, and I offered to carry his his backpack and everything for him, but he refused because that's the, you know, that's the way he is. But, I mean, we got up there and he was not happy. You could tell he was in pain, you know, hurting because, I mean, he, he's still going through, he's still healing. Um, he's still rehabbing. Yeah. Yeah. And it should not, this is a, I mean, this is a, it's supposed to be a a big sports facility. I mean, the stuff like that should be happening. It has a happening. Sprint Cup Series race. So apparently, a kid got stuck on the elevator on Wednesday before we got there for like thirty minutes, and he uh, came off. They finally got him off, and he was just like soaked and mad. Like I would be. It was ninety five and and ninety five percent humidity. Yeah. So. It's not like this race snuck up on them. Mm-mm. You know, it's not like it, this race snuck up on them and it just showed up. They have plenty of time. And granted, the escalators didn't break that I know of. I, I honestly only went through the tunnel a couple times. Yeah, me too. But, you know, there's no excuse for the things it, not working. And it still can be pressure washed. It still can be clean. You know, there's just so many things that facility needs from a, from an operational standpoint to, to be deserving of what it has. Yeah, I mean, I give them credit for making the – I thought the track raced good before. Yeah. It was just too – it was really bumpy on the front stretch. But that could have been – you know, they could have worked on just that. But I thought the corners had character. And yeah. and uh, now – and I, I did actually enjoy watching the drivers. 
have to drive their tails off because they were having to really drive it. And I, I enjoy those type of races because yeah. you can they get loose, they just they mess up by themselves, and that's how you passes are. That's how people make passes and stuff. And I thought the I thought the racing was actually yeah. So what was the general okay. consensus of the repave? Um, I don't think a lot of the drivers were fans of it because they were having they had their hands full the whole time. I've noticed every time the drivers have their hands full a lot, they don't, you know, a lot of times they're not, I mean, they were getting loose into the corner and chasing up to the wall and that, I mean, I, I don't, you know, not that I want to see guys wreck or anything, but I like seeing them have their hands full and have to struggle and stuff because that creates runs. Guys can pass guys. If you mess up a little bit, here comes a guy with a run, you know, it's not just almost wide open rolling around the bottom boring, you know? So when, when Kyle Busch during practice got it completely sideways, I mean, oh yeah, was, both I ways. He, I thought he was about to. Put that it was wall. probably one of the best saves I've ever seen too. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I I personally liked watching the race because I knew every corner, I knew three and four every lap could have had possibility of some good action. Yeah, I, I think you know my driver's quotes. One of them said, "Man, for this to be a repave, it still has a couple big bumps in it." And another driver said, for this to be a repave, it's the worst repave I've ever seen. My personal opinion watching the race is, yes, they were driving their tails off. But when you have a repave, it is a one-groove racetrack. And one-groove racetracks are not entertaining. We had a couple of good restarts. The truck race was probably the best race. Obviously, the cup race ended with some drama with you know fuel mileage. You know, the Xfinity race, Kyle dominated. Um, it was interesting. The restart was interesting at the end, but after yeah, though that race didn't look very as good to me. They were they could all stay about two three car lengths apart, and the guy in second oh, it looked like there was a little bit of a draft kind of yeah. The guy in second could always get a little bit of a run on the guy. They kind of hang with him, yeah. which was cool. But it makes for it makes for a pretty boring you know it makes for a pretty boring race especially when they can't really get to each other in the corner they just get a little bit too tight and then yeah. you know they get that run again they get gone yeah yeah i mean you look at how fast second and third were in the truck race compared to byron a leader i mean john hunter was way faster but once you get there there's nothing you can do unless that guy screws up and, and that guy can screw up but yeah he I, it seemed like the trucks and xfinity cars didnn't nearly struggle as much as the cup cars did no the, X, the xfinity side you, know, you really had to have the bottom on restarts and we had a restart where we restarted sixth we got to fourth coming off a of two going into turn three we're two wide getting ready to take third the key to taking third there means two things number one if the yellow doesn't come out you can run third versus fourth but if the yellow does come out you have the bottom and ultimately have a chance to win the race so we're going in there too wide guess who's there waiting on us on the bottom right smack dab in the middle of the groove who mike Harmon. <laughs> so we catch him we have to stop now we lose third we end up coming off fourth which you say okay we only lost one position it's upsetting but it's not that upsetting then when the yellow comes out it's very upsetting because your chance to win the race is now gone. We ended up running six. But when you have a preferred groove like that and somebody's in the way that is much slower, it, it makes it tough. And I think we're going to talk about some more of that later. What would you guys think of the uh, four practices and the garage being open uh, for 92 them. hours? There was the a, RCR cars blew up, right? Xfinity? Uh, one of them During did. practice? 33 did. 33. Yeah, one of, the other one did too. Did he? Yeah, I think so. The two or somebody mm. did. Oh, the two did. The 33 hit the wall. Yeah, 33 hit the wall. He knocked the deck lid off his car. The yeah. two blew up. Yeah. The Austin. two blew up. And then uh, three hit the wall in qualifying. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. So, RCR, I mean, let's give those guys credit. This is the best and most competitive RCR has been in a while in the Xfinity yeah. Series. They, they were faster. You know, they seemed to bridge the gap. I still think JGR had the fastest cars. We had the second fastest cars JRM did, and RCR had really closed the gap some on us. But it's hard to say if that's going to stay that way because it is a repave. Yeah, we need a we need a couple winners on that track to to really. You know what I wish they would do? I wish they would sixteens. Wish they would just come out there and put a whole line of cones around the bottom groove. Around the well, bottom that, and yeah, Clint and actually half. made the comment. So what they did before we got there is they mm. rolled it in. They literally take, you know, trucks and they haul a 40-foot thing around that, that puts rubber on the track, right? So what Clint said was they should have done that out of the groove because we're going to rubber yeah. in the groove. <clears> and Because what would happen is we would go in in the groove, and when you got out of the groove, you were wrecking. So what he was su- suggesting next time. Yeah, that's what I, that's kind of what I meant. You just run it, run it in higher. Yeah. Because you know they're going to come in there and run the bottom. That way, there's 
that way the the outside is there. Yeah. And it's fast. It's good. And then, you know, obviously at the weekend we'll run the bottom in as well, and they'll both be competitive at that point. Yeah. So, yeah. What else we got here? You want to head into spot on, spot off? Let's kick it. Yeah. Kick it. John West had a concussion. From kicking his own ass. No. <laughs> no way. <laughs> That's, I mean, what, what's it from, though? Uh, I, who knows, man? Well, uh, I mean, he wrecks every single week. Bru- so, <laughs> so you don't think this is brushing from his teeth? A-rec. I don't know. Probably brushing his teeth that morning. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's still the only guy I've ever seen to body slam himself. So there is potential he, that that caused it. He did a DDT it. though. I mean, it to was himself. To himself. <laughs> True. But yeah. I so, mean, that's impressive. That's, that's that's hard to do. I thought it was impossible. <laughs> Could you imagine baselining him for a concussion test? He'd had to start at like five years old. Oh, jeez. So I'm I guessing mean, that's going to be a spot. I, I don't. I, even, I, I don't even know. I mean, it's probably <laughs> not the first one. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have to come up with a verb, John Wessing. You know, like, I mean, the, the wreck that he was in was John Wessing, Chicken guy? Manning. Yeah, I mean, the, we, the wreck we had was hard. That wreck he was in was hard. I mean, don't the get me wrong. Ca- the one he caused himself, or the one that <laughs> yeah, at the end, yeah, the, he, the one before the 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 whatever you want to call that. Yeah, the Which, one when he wrecked himself was hard. Yeah, intentionally wrecked himself. Yeah, and intentionally DDT'd himself. <laughs> yeah. This guy, I don't even know what to say to this guy. I mean, he didn't get hit by any fist or anything, so that wasn't a problem. Nah. You know what that reminds me of? He's like he's like that <laughs> me myself and Irene guy. He's yeah. gonna start hitting himself. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Gallagher wrecks and takes out Kyle. Man, I say spot off on this deal because I actually thought Kyle was three wide and maybe didn't know it. Came down a little bit. Josh and I were texting back and forth a little bit while this was going on, and he was in Surfside drinking 22-ounce beers, <laughs> looking at girls in bikinis. But, man, I almost – I haven't seen a replay of this. I felt like this was maybe Kyle's fault. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a replay of it, and they were. Th- I thought they were three wide. They were definitely and three wide. looking at three wide, into turn three, it looks like the middle groove It really loses a lot of air. Yeah. Because that's where uh, the 21 in the cup race had a problem, too. And he's not yep. normally like that either. No. So, it looks like... Uh, he snapped sideways. Yeah, it looks like that might have been... I don't know. Uh, you know you well, know, Kyle's what, not going to get was, much room anyway. Yeah, what I was telling Brett is when they interviewed Kyle coming out of the uh, infield care center, you could tell he wasn't saying what he was feeling. He was being very... Sarcastic. Sarcastic. Yeah. Well, Kyle, Which was good Kyle, because he wasn't... Kyle also had, I think, a different spotter that night. And different spotters say different things different ways. I don't think Hirschman did, Kyle, because Hirschman has a full-time truck deal with that Byron kid that's running for a championship. So I think Kyle may have had a sub-spotter. I apologize that we don't have more facts on this. But what I saw on TV was Kyle screwed up. Yeah, that's what I would have looked like to me, too. We need homework from now on, Josh. Send us links with videos. Yeah, we need links (laughs) with videos. Anything else you want? (laughs) Coffee when you get in here? Please do. I don't drink coffee. Uh, Chick-fil-A? I hate Chick Fil A with the fruit cup for homegirl because <laughs> she can't have any for gluten girl. gluten girl. Gluten girl over here. Spot on, spot off. The Xfinity race starting at eight forty-five p.m. Spot off. Go to the next one. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. man! Got to the hotel like almost midnight. But here's my two issues with this spark with this start time. Number one, it's Kentucky. Number one, it's late Saturday night. Your fan base. This is this is Xfinity Series. It's not the Cup Series. This is a hardcore fan base. We have proven your hardcore fans are fifty plus years old, right? They're going to bed, <laughs> and we also have proven via marketing releases and press releases that NASCAR wants to attract younger fans. Well, my nine year old's also going to bed. So, so I, I, I mean, yeah, we have the Central Time and Pacific Time and all that stuff, but our hardcore audience is still in the East Coast. It is absurd to race that late. That is a long day, too, for everyone involved. Yeah. It's a very – especially if you go to the roof and stand up there and do all the series. Yeah. I did a poll, and I don't have it right in front of me, but 60-plus percent of people the last time I looked said that was too late. It was absurd. Yeah. Spot on, spot off. Car catching fire at Kentucky Speedway. In the um, yeah. Uh, that wasn't even <laughs> in the racetrack. the race. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, spot off, I guess for me, you got to be somewhat um, 
you got to be somewhat. Uh, what am I looking for? Did here? it just Where? like combust? Dumb. Is that what happened? You got to be dumb. I don't <laughs> want to lit it on fire. You got to be not dumb. Yeah. You really have to. I mean, I understand if you want to go and drink and have, but if I don't know even know how it started. I don't think they released. I know it started in the cab. There was a grill. <laughs> at the back. Well, they window. said that wasn't. The, they said that wasn't the reason. It started in the cab. I bet you that helped. <laughs> they said the gr- they said the fire started in the cab, though. Is what I, I, I read. Yeah. And then what? The grill acted as an accelerant. <laughs> well, it had a propane bottle on it, so of course. <laughs> but so, it, that would have blown the grill off the truck. No, those things aren't made to like blow up. No, no. No one got hurt, right? Not that I know of. Spot on for me being distracted for the thirty minutes. It was uh, yeah, burning. luckily we were under yellow. So it's like, what's that fire? I was like, I don't know. He's like, Brett, we're coming to the green. I'm like, I'm still looking at this fire. <laughs> yeah, we were all watching it, and it was a big fire. God. Do you imagine having that car next to it, coming so, out to leave? So some some <laughs> some guy thought it was okay to go get something off the back of the truck during the fire. And, and this thing burned for 15 minutes before fire trucks got there. People were there. Police were there. Security was there. They're keeping people back. Here comes this guy, runs up to the back of the truck, tries to grab something. I don't know what it was. The cops grab him and face plant him and handcuff him. If he didn't have a concussion, I'll kiss John West's ass. I mean, they body yeah. slammed this dude. Well, they cuffed him. Yeah. They had him He's down. He's trying to cuffed. get his grill, man. The grill's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Brand new Z71 yeah. pickup trucks burnt to the ground. Anyway, they, the poor people around him, too. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that. They, they they said they had to pull the dude from the truck in the front. Well, that's not true. I, okay. I, I actually followed up with a, a friend. So that, there was nobody in it. N- nobody was in it. No. So where did it, where did they say it started? They didn't say where it started. No, mm-hmm. I didn't get that much. I just know that it was big. Yeah, it was. Rolling. Imagine this. They go, oh, there's a fire in the parking lot, and your friends start tweeting you from home. Hey, is that your truck on fire? <laughs> I mean, that, the helicopter shots were good. Yeah. Imagine having that car next to it. It had the whole glass roof and oh. stuff, and it was it was actually on fire partly too. Oh yeah! Imagine I'd... coming out after the race oh, and I'm seeing your be... car be like, "Oh, <laughs> man, let's go beat traffic." Hashtag Uber. Oh my gosh! Jesus Christ! You guys want to head into fast lane? Uh, let's do, do fast lane. Do we have a choice? No, you don't. Okay. All right, so if you haven't listened to the podcast before, I'm going to give TJ and Brett a topic to debate, and I'm going to alternate who responds first. They each get 30 seconds, and then whoever responded first gets a 30-second rebuttal. Four of the topics will be racing, and then we'll have some non-racing topics. First one, Brett, you're up. Hi. Kislowski has won back-to-back weekends in the Sprint Cup Series and four wins in 2016. With the way the Fords are running right now, is BK the top contender for the Cup Championship? Man, he's certainly fast. There's there's no doubt Brad and his team are, are back-clicking on all four cylinders. Last year, or eight cylinders in this series, last year, Joy Logano was, was kicking Brad's butt pretty pretty good. This year, it seems like there's been a little bit of a role reversal. I, I still don't think he's the favorite at this point to win the championship, just from my standpoint. Yeah, you know, the the and I haven't really thought about this till right now, but I think he, he when he, the year he won the championship, this is – about the time that he got hot, it was Pocono when they caught the caution and the it started raining in the tunnel turn. He had pit road cycles to the lead, holds him off, and goes on to win a handful of races. So he's starting to get hot at the right time. So to me, he's probably right now to me would be the favorite. I, I think when we look at the the ten races that that compose the championship, there's a lot of mile and a half tracks in there. And I realize he just won at a mile and a half track, but it was a fuel mileage race. The seventy eight, the four. Some of those guys certainly have a lot more speed a mile and a half than those guys have. So uh, that's why I'm saying he's not the favorite for me. TJ, do you all have a better idea than the caution clock in the truck series? Um, Yeah, just race. <laughs> just race. And if the caution comes out, we slow down. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I don't mind the caution clock. It kind of puts a little bit of strategy into it. You know, some guys, because it's re- sometimes it's really close to a fuel window. I think that's kind of cool when it gets close to a fuel window and some guys might have to pit right before it if they don't come down. It kind of cycles the field around a little bit and makes it interesting. We're trying to break up the monotony. That's what this thing is intended to do. If we want to do that, put smaller fuel cells in these cars. Run 12, 13, 14-gallon fuel cells instead of 20-plus-gallon fuel cells. That way the timing will work out to where every 20 or so minutes we're going to have a different set of events take place. Right now we don't have that. So if that's what we're trying to get to, there's a more organic way to get to it than a clock that somebody hits a button and a yellow light comes on. 
Yeah, so far I've been I've been fairly impressed with it how it works in the truck series. I'm not 100 percent sure it would work moving up. I that's like what it. that's why they're doing it. Yeah, I like the idea when you get to the Cup Series. You know, the fastest car is your race, man. If the Kosh comes out, somebody wrecks. Kosh comes out. Kyle Busch completely dominated the Xfinity race on Friday night. He lapped the field all the way up to the 11th before NASCAR threw a caution. Do other drivers, especially the younger ones, benefit from having Kyle out there, or do they get irritated when he races in Xfinity and truck? Brett? I think he needs to stay out of the truck series. I I really do. I I don't see a lot of benefit for anyone when a guy of of his caliber and the caliber of equipment that he's in is out there. And and look, I mean, let's be honest. In in the Xfinity series, he's in the best equipment right now. His teammates, when he's running first, they're running second and third for the most part. So I I, I think it's good for that series. You know, it's just for for the Xfinity, yes. For the trucks, no. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's – you know, if he was taking a, a B a B grade car or a C grade car and running up front with it and running with them guys around him, right now he's just I don't think they learn anything from him other than he can hold his truck wide open and they can't basically. I mean, that's not really teaching a lot of them guys anything. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I don't think just with the equipment that he's in, he's teaching them guys anything. But you know that his car is a lot better. You know, not that he, he's still a great one of the best talents we have in this series as any of them. But I don't know. I think if you're an Xfinity driver, you've already kind of made your way through trucks and you've already kind of said, hey, I deserve a shot. When you get to this series, you need to be able to race against veterans like Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, you know, Brad Kozlowski, Joey Logano, Kyle Busch. All those guys are running and they're running because they have a sponsor. They're running because they bring something to the table for their teams and their, their partners. So it's absolutely a good thing when he's in the Xfinity series. Four of the five Rookie of the Year contenders ended up wrecking at Kentucky. We obviously know they are talented drivers. Is figuring out the repave to blame? TJ. I don't think figuring out the repave is to blame. I just think they're, they are more likely to put their cars in riskier positions because they don't know the difference yet. Um, and I think that was part of the what happened at Kentucky. They just don't have the experience a lot of the other guys have, and they're willing to step over the line if, to – Make up spots and it bit them there. They all unloaded and practiced very fast, and they did that because they don't know any better. They got into the race, they're still very fast, and they wrecked because they haven't put their cars in those positions on repaved racetracks before in a cup car. So, yes, the repave is to blame. When you look back, you know, Blaney's move getting into three, if he lifts and gives a guy, guys on both sides of him, a little more room and he just falls in line, that doesn't happen. Well, he thought he could be aggressive like he can on other tracks, and he couldn't. Yeah, they they're just they don't know, and they're 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 just way more likely to put themselves out there in, in riskier positions. You know, a lot of these other guys they creep up on it. You know, you got guys like Chase and Ryan, they come out there and they start off up there because they don't know they get real close to the line. Um, they haven't wrecked enough yet to to know the limits. So, yeah, I mean it's fun to watch and fun to have. So, ding 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 ding. <laughs> Still ding. There you go. Jeez. We got it. <laughs> the off-the-wall topic. Tim Duncan retired from the NBA yesterday. In your opinion, will Tim go down in the books as one of the best to ever play the game? Brett? Yes. And here's the cool part about it. This guy played 19 seasons and said very, very gracefully and humbly, I'm done. I'm retiring. And here's a guy that came in from, I think, another country, right? Went to Wake Forest. Is a complete badass in college. Goes and has this long NBA career doesn't look for the hype, doesn't change teams, doesn't do some of these selfish things that people do to to gain more publicity. He's absolutely one of the best. Yeah, he's been – he's got the most 50-plus win seasons maybe that I saw than anybody. Wow. Yeah, I think he's only had one that was under 50. So he's been there through, you know, the whole time in San Antonio. He's been an icon there and probably be uh, – Probably be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, probably. Oh, 1,000% he's in the Hall yeah. of Fame. He's a first-year Hall of Fame guy. I mean, he's just a guy that when you look back at his career, you never go, wow, look how much attention he drew to himself. And yeah. when you look at yeah. Dennis Rodman's, you know, who he played with, you look at LeBron James's, who he played with. Like, those guys, they like the attention. They like the show. I mean, LeBron's yeah. pregame show to me is entertaining. I don't hate on a player like that, but Tim is a very humble player in in the league. Very good role model. Yeah. I mean, never gets in trouble. No. Never gets in. You never see him argue. Like, I think he's from a different country. Did I make uh, that up? France? I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's from a different country. Oh. Huh? Where'd he come from? 
I don't know. No, Florida. How old is he? Florida. 70, is he 72 yet? I mean, the guy's been playing my whole life. He's 40. Kentucky? He was born in the <laughs> from Kentucky? Virgin Islands. Mm. Well, he's not from a... I go, do we, we own that, right? Yeah, the U.S. owns Virgin We've talked Island. about the Virgin Islands before. <laughs> I don't remember. Is he, wait, is he from the U.S. Virgin Islands yes. or the British Virgin Islands? The U.S. Okay. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Well, he's not from here. He's not from Mooresville. <laughs> right. So I got that part right. You've got that correct. Yeah. Well, he's you never see, he never gets in trouble, man, never argues with somebody. He's never a big seen car him. guy, too. He's actually been to the racetrack some and did some car shows on TV. I didn't know he'd been to the track. Seven-footer? Yeah, he's big. Man, I, I, I remember. I remember going to uh, Wake basketball games yeah. when I was a kid, and him and yeah. Randolph Childress. Yeah, they were killing. Yeah. Wow, man. Thanks for a good off the wall topic, Josh. I like it. Yeah. Talk about something I know something about. Hashtag AskDBC. You know I, I, something about everything. Not now. Not when nah. y'all start talking about movies and stuff. Because <laughs> he's never seen Indiana Jones. <laughs> any of them. It still baffles me. I'm sorry. You've never... Oh, no. that's right. No. Jeez, oh, man. Uh, any of them. Not any of them. Have you seen Finding Dory? No, not yet, but I'm going to, because I think Ellen DeGeneres is funny as hell. She's so funny. Yeah, you really need to see Indiana Jones. Finding though. Nemo was one of the best movies I ever. I love that movie. You going to take your kids? They've already just been. just going to go by yourself? They've gone. <laughs> yeah, they've already been. Yeah, they... I haven't been home. I wasn't long. home whenever Madeline went. I'm supposed to be in Indy right now testing, but, but that kind of got messed up, so I'm not in Indy. I, I'm glad you're I don't, here. I haven't been home in a month. TJ knows how that goes. Your clothes look clean. You know, they are. Uh, yeah, they look clean. Is that a brand new shirt? No. <laughs> he just bought it on the way no, here. I've got Kristen's hair on it. I'm going to have a hard time explaining that when I get home. It's black <laughs> hair on a white shirt. Uh, Nobody yeah. in my house has black that hair. Looks like, you sure that ain't one of Mike's? <laughs> <laughs> look a little long. Might be one of those goatee hairs. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Josh. Is, Josh. 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 Joshy Josh. has chosen Jocelyn. the best or funniest five. Hashtag ask DBC questions. So, at the end, we will choose their favorite question. Hollow. At SVT Cobra John. <laughs> Drivers get ready for races by, quote-unquote, watching film. Do they have access to anything beyond the TV broadcast? Kristen, did you watch any film on your birthday? Any good films? No. <clears throat> no? Uh-uh. Nothing. You sure? Nothing? <laughs> are, you, are, are you sure of business? <laughs> These guys do have resources beyond film. They they since we've gone to EFI, they're able to look at throttle traces and how much brakes these guys are using and they have team debriefing meetings. So man, yeah, the the resources now are somewhat endless, right? Yeah, they 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 have a lot of info to to go over and usually the engineers put it together in a in a in a file. Yeah, something they can easily see and and visually they show them you know, graphs and charts and track diagrams. This guy's lifting here. This guy's rolling back into it here. Now talk about Darkfish, too, man, because I'm not sure everybody knows what that is. Just explain what it is and how, how drivers use it. Basically, they record your lap, and they record another driver's lap, and they overlay them over each other so you can see exactly where he's beating you or you're losing ground or gaining ground on him. Hmm. So if you drive into a corner five car lanes deeper than the pole sitter and they overlay your lap, you'll see his car go way behind you, but when you get to the middle of the corner, he's back in the throttle and, and driving by you, and you'll see the difference. It's like what we saw in the Olympics when I was a kid with snow skiers. You know, the first, the fastest guy would go down the mountain, and then they'd overlay the ghost skier right. with, the, with the current skier. That's what these guys are, are doing. It's just like, you know the first version of this, right? Uh-uh. Mario Kart. Mario Kart oh, yeah. did it. Oh, Remember with the ghost Mario? Mario. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, for sure. A little bit, mm. yeah. More. Drop some knowledge on y'all right there. moment there. <laughs> At Martha Lemieux, I don't know, 36 asks, <laughs> how many times did you have to call for help with the elevator at Kentucky? Bartholomew? Is that like Bartholomew? You said Martha Lemieux. It's Bartholomew. <laughs> Leave me alone. Sorry. How many times did you have to call for help with it? I never, I avoided it, honestly. The you only, took the stairs every time? I took the stairs down every time, walked up once when it was broke, and I wouldn't get on it if there was more than like six people on the elevator because it had been breaking off and on, and I was not getting stuck. Did it have an elevator thing. operator? So the, you know, what's funny is a few of us, I didn't do it, but a few of the spotters were tweeting like, maybe Kentucky Speedway can call Otis, the elevator company, <laughs> and get a sponsorship from them or something. Look, I mean, put a banner up, get an elevator. I mean, <laughs> and Otis, Otis replied. They're like, we're on it. So they were. They had a rep DM there. Us, DM us for more details. We're giving you the details now, asshole. The elevator won't work. That and guy was actually there. The very first time I got to the elevator, there was a guy in an Otis shirt there waiting, basically for it to break because he knew it was going to. Yeah. And it would break, and he'd swap a part out, 
yeah. and he'd go on and break again, swap another part. Why not just... They need a Sherry Berry. Why does it keep breaking? What parts are they putting on that thing? Who sang that song, Wrecking Ball? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Let her sing it live right there. How's it go? Sing it. If I knew how it went, I'd sing it. You know she, how it goes. No, I can't. I can't. I can't get it right now. It says Wrecking Ball. My favorite song that she sang was like Climbing a Mountain song. Like the I, Climb. <laughs> so you know such that a, song, but not a, Wrecking Ball? Such a touching song, The Climb. You don't remember all them them GIF files or GIF files that were she'd go very swing, inspirational. She'd swing by on the wrecking ball and go back and forth. <laughs> Gosh, man, where, where you live? You hum it. You in a closet all the time. Hum man. it, man. Hum He's it. He's coming out. Hum it, and I'll do the words. I came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> yes, that, I couldn't get it. Yeah, you got it now. Now I got it. Dun, 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 you know, uh, dun, I don't know the words. You dun, got dun, little dun. girls, so Malin. You know what she tells me? What? We're listening to that. She likes that song. She goes, Daddy, you know why I like this song. I'm like, oh no, no, please don't let's be something bad. <laughs> she goes, she goes, because it says, I will always want you. And I'm yeah. like, oh, you know how to, you, yeah. you want a toy, don't I you? Thought you, you want a toy. Some, I thought you were going to say something about twerking right there. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Your little girls dance too, oh, man. They, my hips don't move like hers already. Yeah, I know. At Skyote Bill asks, Brett, you repeatedly tell Elliot to be smart if you don't remind him. Does he tend to do stupid stuff? <laughs> man, Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I say yeah? No, Elliot, uh, <laughs> being smart means a lot of different things. You know, in, in a plate race, it means don't block too aggressively if we don't have to. This weekend, it was <laughs> let's not hit a lap car that's in the way. This on the next weekend, the this next weekend is going to be when that 74 is 15 car lanes in front of you. Yeah, be smart here. <laughs> I can't believe we're even relevant in this conversation. That's good. I can, I'm promise you that you're going to say it, man. Loud. Oh, you know how loud it is trying to hold the bottom sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to be nothing to go. See, and here's my problem. I spot like I talk. Like I don't put this effort into being politically correct and making sure I have this cool sounding accent that some we're of these guys aware. do. And <laughs> some of these guys actually have a cool posture when they hit their button. Like we, we're not going to name names, but like, I don't give a <laughs> really, you know, I just kind of, who has a posture when they push the button? Oh, look around, bro. I don't look, watch just, it that much. Just can you it's not? It's like, you know, Tiger Woods and some of those guys. Can you give me some these, initials? They have, now they have wow. these, you know, moves and all of a sudden it's like, Without saying names, button, tell me a name. They're nodding their heads. They're looking <laughs> over the rail. And then they, oh, give it the release. And it's like, dude, we're spotting. Why are you this much physically into it? Sit on a cooler. Oh, you're talking about spotters. Prop your chin on the fence oh. and spot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about spotters. I never even really noticed any of that. But anyway, I, I'm pretty candid and unfiltered. And Come on, I really without, just. Without naming names, who is it? Just don't think <laughs> <laughs> oh, at Hensley underscore Daniel asks, who is the most famous person you have met through racing? Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, Kristen, wow. you go first in this one. Bradley Cooper. Who's that? Josh. <laughs> Josh is I, like, I just don't care. Um, I only like Bradley Cooper because he's an Eagles fan. And he's hot. <laughs> is he hot? He's mildly attractive. Uh-huh. I guess 50 Cent. 50. 50. 50. Everybody in the club getting tipsy. Um, <laughs> See, I know that song. Go ahead. Man, I don't know. Probably uh, probably Peyton Manning. That's, That's cool. I got to go with Bon Jovi. You met Bon met. Jovi? Uh-huh. I'm a Bon Jovi fan, man. Dude. Not after all that Bill's debacle deal. I met Bon Jovi. Actually, he was like, hey, man, I'm Johnny. And I was like. Uh, I'm a. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Brett. And look at my heart holy my shit, you're Johnny Bon Jovi. Elliot's like, in the background. Be smart, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> be smart, man. Don't tackle this guy. <laughs> you have a tomato sauce product. Yeah, my, actually, I mean, uh, Kelly Pickler. She was really nice. She's not that famous. It says who's the most. It don't say who's the nicest famous person you've met. It she said drank, who's the most. She drank famous. Jack Daniels on the rocks. Was, was, that's hard. <laughs> hard. But she's not the most famous person you've met through racing. Yeah, dude, you've met race car driver. Cole Witt is more famous than Kelly Pickler. <laughs> no, he's not. Come on. <laughs> God, God, you can't say yeah. Kelly Bigler. <clears throat> I would uh, another one would probably be um, maybe Ludacris. Ludacris, Luda. Yeah, I mean back in the day he was pretty popular. Uh, he's got a song that he's got. Yeah, move, get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a few but of he's, them. He's man. got a, he's got a line that I think's awesome. Welcome um, to Atlanta. 
With a plate, sweatpants, yeah. hair tied, something chilling with no makeup on. That's when you're the prettiest. I hope that you don't take it wrong. That's Aww. my favorite Ludus. That's so sweet. I thought that was gonna turn into the um up on the roof, roof. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of good songs. Yeah. So when he was there, he came to Daytona, and he sat on the pit box. And I think I told you before, but Little Ryan Newman, dude. yeah, dude. Ryan Newman flips over on the front stretch, and I, that I dude, you don't say flipped him off. <laughs> no, Ryan Newman crashes on the front stretch and hits the grass, starts rolling. And yeah. I thought he he didn't know what he was scared. He like, was like, yeah. he's gonna flip over here. He well, he was just like, oh my! He's witnessed a wreck right in front of him, and it was pretty close. And uh, he stared at that car. He looked over at me. And he goes, "Man, is that beep beep okay? You know, is that mo-? you yeah. know?" And I, I was like, "I mean, I saw, yeah, I, him, and I saw him get you. out." And man, he looked like I. <laughs> I think that might have been his last race. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was scared though. We were supposed to have Koopa Koopa Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding. on our oh, yeah. on our pit box at Daytona. Now I think Luda's hanging out with like uh, Marco Andretti and really uh, Hamilton Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, they were all overseas somewhere. Nice. So he's like a big race fan. Yeah, he's he car, actually. Yeah. Uh, I think he came to Del Jr.'s 30th birthday party. Yeah, that didn't end well. Who for wasn't me. at, at I, that party? I crashed in the middle of that party. Like in the middle, <laughs> like I had a John West moment by myself. <laughs> Slick dance floor, yeah, concussion. Bobby Brown patent leather shoes on. <laughs> Did not end well. I don't. I remember it, but I don't remember it. If that makes any sense. It ended with "Let's go, you're done," and I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah I am uh, done." Be smart. Del Jarrett's yeah. bartending. I mean, yeah, that's that was, funny. Alvis yeah. was there. Alvis impersonator. Yeah, it yeah. Was pretty fun. Luda's in the corner, just chilling. Luda. Yeah, he's not big as Casey Kane though. He's little, little dude. Skinny yeah, little he's dude. not that that big, but he's pretty famous. He's famous. Yeah, he's, is he more? He's more famous now. I don't know yeah, if he's more famous than like, Peyton Manning. He's mm. probably more famous now for his movies than yeah. he is for Fast and Furious. Fast right? and Furious. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I didn't even think See, about I, that. I watched Fast and Furious. Man, oh, wow! <laughs> Get it? Surprised? So actually, this is the question of the week right here. <laughs> At Jasteen two three four asks. <laughs> <laughs> Which single driver should Kristen Bauer start dating? Don't be a homewrecker. <laughs> Don't be a homewrecker. Thanks for the caveat. Is there a, is there a uh, reputation around here? I'm trying to see if I got is, six bucks because uh, we're going to send this dude a hat. <laughs> here, keep the change. Send that dude a hat. <laughs> it will send one. <laughs> that guy deserves a hat. Now, if she can't be a homewrecker and sleep with a married guy, TJ, who do you think? As I prefer not to. Is, thank you. Who do you think is... Uh, is he single? <laughs> Who do you think? No, we were talking about which driver, which single driver should she start dating? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Is he single? Who? Mike Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> Mike Carmen. She said, they said driver. <laughs> he does drive. Not rider. Driver. He does drive. They didn't say successful driver. We're using that term loosely. Yeah. Driver. Um, let me think for a minute. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get aggressive since TJ's oh, buying time over good. here. Get aggressive. Um, I, I think we have to do a couple matchmaking questions first. Um, do you want to be a cougar? Do you want someone your age, or do you want an older guy yeah. who's going to take care of you? So basically, we're looking at a Ryan Blaney versus <laughs> a Casey Kane, which Too is short. not really single, or he's going. We're going to like a Tony Stewart guy. So we need to know younger, yeah. closer to your age, or older. What, what are you what, looking what do you for? You, yeah. Okay, nothing. Yeah. You, gluten Younger, girl. older. I don't have a preference <clears throat> on age. No. Okay, so it's wide open on so age. Morgan Shepard, if he's single. <laughs> probably has to be taller. Yes, she doesn't like. My height or taller, yeah. You're how, how tall are you? Well, that no rolls out on. everybody in the field. <laughs> how tall are you with no shoes on? 5'10". Mm. Damn. How tall are you? What, how, do you normally Six wear? 6'2 with these heels. Do you normally wear heels? No, I mean on, like when I have to dress up, yeah, but I'm, I have a huge sneaker collection. I just wear Converse or Vans okay, everywhere. Okay, so you rock 5'11 on a pretty normal day, mm-hmm. but you're 5'10 naked, 5'11 with clothes on. Yes. Yes, okay. So, <laughs> I mean, that's does this guy need to big. be taller than you when you're naked or when you have clothes on? <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah, I mean. Without any shoes, he can be my height. Okay, so, but when you go out, you know you're going to put heels on. Okay, so naked 5'10". <laughs> Dude. Okay, then I'll say this: a guy that doesn't mind that I'm a little taller than him. Okay. So he has to be a little. In his define height. a little. <laughs> taller how, than you. <laughs> how many? I mean, I hate to drag this out, but how many drivers are even five ten? They're single. Yeah, they're you're like five seven five eight. You are. Chase Elliott's he five ten? Mm, nah, I. 
I don't think so. <laughs> I think my I think my arm was five ten round. <laughs> I don't. We're done. I, no, we no, got to come up. We'll we do, are going to figure this out. We got to do one suggestion. Josh, you got any suggestions? We've had twenty four hours. They have to, think to be about attractive this. too. No, they don't. Oh, yes, they do. No. What about Not at that what point? They attractive don't. comes from within. Haven't you yeah. read those books? <laughs> what about uh, what about Chicken Man? He's chicken man, and he's got Ooh. yeah, he's got a rigid jawline. Is what he, yeah. does that mean? Is he single? Uh, if he were married, would he remember that he's married? You guys both got some medical issues. He's got concussions. <laughs> you got gluten stuff going on. Yeah, y'all can hang out in the take, hospital. Yeah, together. take trips to the hospital and stuff. <laughs> yeah, That's I it. like Zaxby's. <laughs> okay, so the other end of the spectrum, maybe Spencer Gallagher. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Do you like the clumsy and I don't funny know who, type? I don't know who's, whose dad's got more money. The dad that owns Allegiant Air or the dad that owns Zaxby's? Mm. I don't know. That's <clears> a tough one. Why don't you just put fried chicken on an airplane and marry both yeah. of them? Yeah. Done. You can have a Polygamy. For, I'm open to it. Polygamy. I get bored. Uh, yeah. That's a weird deal. Why would anybody want more wife than one? Mm. Like two wives? Are you sh- me? Two wives? Three <laughs> wives? Why? Yeah, I don't you want know, two man. wives? No, I don't. I do not want two wives. I'll, I one's plenty. <laughs> like when you're younger, you are, you are perfectly happy with your wife. Yeah, when you when you're younger, I can't handle another one. <laughs> I mean, when you're younger, two three girlfriends is kind of fun, but two or three wives? Are you kidding me? You imagine all of them on the same menstrual cycle? <laughs> you guys are, what's wrong with you? You what? just stay away for. Don't even come home for. What's a week. wrong with me is I'm married. I have one. I know what it would be like. Most yeah. of that. I'm I just fine. I just got mine empty the dishwasher. Things are going. <laughs> things are looking up. Oh. <laughs> so Jason gets the hat. He has to. Great. That's a great question. Yeah. Really? We like talking about your personal life on here. We don't understand why you don't. <laughs> for the millions. Yeah. And millions. For the millions. Millions. We have I have no personal Canada. life. Canada. I travel every weekend. Yeah. I yeah. think we should maybe. Um, I think. Yeah. What are the odds that? Uh, you know, there, maybe we could make a cardboard cutout of you and give it away as a prize. Oh my gosh! Yeah. We'll do a GoFundMe because that'll be about eight thousand dollars. <laughs> She's six. You foot, know what dude. I'm thinking? What's that baseball movie where they take the piece off every week? They win. Oh, Major League. I think. <laughs> so who you guys got for New Hampshire? <laughs> I got to pee. We're gonna take a break. I don't think I can hold it. You don't. Uh, We're having so much fun in here. While Brett pees. <clears throat> Exalta has given their website exaltaracing.com a fresh coat of paint to get all of the latest news, photos, and the schedule for Dale's Exalta number 88 Chevrolet. Head over to exaltaracing.com where you can find photo galleries, schedules, and all the race reports your heart desires. Hmm. Fresh coat of paint. I like how they worded that. So, uh, New Hampshire up. predictions. No, 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 no. Let's, let's talk about Kentucky <laughs> predictions and who won. Because it was not TJ Major. Uh, Gretzky. Holla. Bring yeah. it. Yeah. My man, I mean, my man, Austin and Dylan. I don't think he ran top 20 all day, but he beat Ryan Blaney somehow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was That's a. all that he had to do. There was a. That was, I feel like Ryan Blaney was a good pick, too, there. Uh, solid pick. There, there's not many places. You know, that's one of the places Pensy cars usually run good at, obviously. So, yeah. I was pretty disappointed to see that happen. But yeah. we will gather our composure and move to the next one. <laughs> yeah. So what is the next? The next one's New Hampshire. Yep. It's a flat one-mile track built more for IndyCar modified style racing. TJ, how do you go with a Sprint Cup driver here? <laughs> what are you looking for? see. <laughs> I need that list. They yeah, should I'm put me, like, on, they should put me and TJ on Sirius XM during a truck race and just let us call it like we want. That like, would be amazing. Like, like uncensored, just that call it. That would be amazing. It. Yeah. I'd listen. Let's see. You'd have one list listener. Here. Yeah, that one dude's got a good so, list. Yeah, yeah he's good at it. Look, here's the list right here. Josh printed it for us one time oh. when he was we were in the Cool Kid Club. Yeah, but they run out of color and they ink. <laughs> and that was like six dollars a week, and we couldn't afford that anymore. <laughs> so the blues are still available for me. I love any windows. <laughs> oh man! Wow. Um. TJ, you can't take forever again. You he take does. forever listen, every, every time. And I'm very impatient. Just pick one. You're going to lose anyway. <laughs> the score is 11 to 7. So at this point, my math is telling me that if we get to Richmond and I'm ahead by 11, I can't lose. So I'm going to continue to be aggressive. Listen, I'm going to go with Clint. Clint Ooh. Boyer in New Hampshire. <laughs> 
Ten four. Clint has a really good record at New Hampshire. Um, if you don't mind, Josh, I'd kind of like to see my list too. Uh, Clint's teammates, Michael and Nett, you know those guys are. Uh, am I in the red? Yep. Man, I'm going to get aggressive right here. Uh, who's T. Dillon? Ty Dillon. He's going with Clint. I'm going to. I think Clint's going to have a good weekend, man. So I think I got to pony up here. I'm going to. Uh, I'm saving my heavy hitters for the end of the year here. Yeah, for when I'm 11 ahead, and it ain't going to matter. Yeah, we'll um, see. I'm going to go with none other than the driver of the number 31 Caterpillar <laughs> Chevrolet, Mr. Jeff Burton. Just kidding. <laughs> Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman looks like Shrek. If you took him and Robbie Reiser and you, you made those two guys have a baby online with however y'all do that Photoshop and stuff, I swear to God it would look like Shrek. Should we do that? Because Robbie has like the Shrek head and Ryan has like the no neck because he's this big yeah, tough guy. He doesn't guy. have a neck. So like if you put them two guys together and made babies, they, that kid would look like Shrek if you paint them green. Anyway, Ryan Newman. So, I hate uh, to pull against my guy this week, though, so I hope I hope TJ actually wins this one. And uh, wins the mud wrestling match. What mud wrestling? With you and Mike. <laughs> so so let's. So it's rant time, and I wonder what we can rant about. So let, let's. Yeah. You guys got anything? You got any rants? <laughs> you want me to go? Anyone I, have a specific topic or I person? don't ever get to go, so. so. So that I don't look like a biased asshole. <laughs> Kristen, how do you define competing <laughs> seriously just in, in life how do you define competing uh, but people i don't know you do know you're an intelligent girl how do how do you define competing when you have uh people or like in athletics or what just yeah. in general yeah in general we're competing in spelling bee or we're competing at golf or you we're people who um have the relatively same talent skill level working to try and beat each other beat each other how would you tj define racing uh you go out there and you try to beat the other guy that was trying to beat you josh when is the last time you saw mike Harmon compete and race compete and race <laughs> are we going with our definition um i've seen him ride around at racetracks <laughs> a lot here recently yeah Compete. Okay, <laughs> relatively. So, so those those weren't her. those weren't my opinions. They were y'all's opinions. So, okay, I have a lot of the same opinions. So, here's what I respect about Mike Harmon. He works hard every week. He trains hard every week. He shows up at the racetrack every week. He attempts to make these races every week, and he makes most of them. And when he does make them. That's where I begin to have a problem because Josh is a big golfer. Josh, is there a rule against talking in someone's backswing during golf? Yes. No, there's not. There's no rule. It is literally a, a game of etiquette. There is a there is a gentleman's agreement that you don't do that. In racing, the same gentleman's agreement exists when you're racing around the racetrack. You always let the leaders have an opportunity to race without impeding and changing the outcome of the race. That's what happened for me on Friday night in Kentucky is we were we were competing for the win. We're sitting there. <laughs> this is not that part of the show. We're sitting there advancing to third when we run across a lap car in the groove. And I think TJ will agree. This was a single groove racetrack. And Mike was in the way. And it pissed me off because I'm in the heat of the moment. I'm trying to win the race. And I go down there and basically ask his spotter, man, what is he doing? And, of course, I was animated and a lot more passionate than I am right now because I was mad and so I guess he went back and told Mike that I was mad well then Mike's like man I'm gonna kick your ass well whether or not he could kick my ass uh I don't know but if he's still gonna be in the way that's all for not the the the, the bigger problem is these lap cars and it's not just him it's week in and week out they're in the way but we saw the 97 car who TJ and I both had a problem with early in the race I went to his spotter Dick Coleman and said hey man Get him to move up. Get him to get out of the only fast way around the racetrack. He did it. The spotter did it. The driver did it. The rest of the night you had no problem. So all you're really asking for is the guys that aren't competing, that aren't really racing, is to be considerate. And and, and I think that's what it boiled down to. Yeah, but if they do that, then we don't have these conversations. We don't have rants, man. <clears throat> yeah, I don't – you know, I Mike – there's places that he, that, you know, I know he's out there making a living doing it. But I respect that. There's places that, like Michigan, to me, was really, really bad. You know, you go into the corner, you have to adjust to, you have to be able to hold a line at some point. We can't keep avoiding you. Not to mention, at some point, it could cause a wreck and it, somebody could get hurt. So, you know, I don't want to see that happen. And he doesn't need to tear up a car. Yeah. So, but, you know, if you got a lift... 
two car lane sooner to hold the bottom, do it. Yeah, I think in our whole thing, too, is the, the guys that are out there competing, they respect Mike's position on being a slower lap car. They don't want to tear up his car because they know he's still racing a Dodge, and I don't think Dodges are even produced anymore. So they're racing him with respect in the sense that they're not wrecking him. I know Eric Jones wrecked him somewhere earlier this year, and Mike charged in his truck wanting to fight. Well, he wanted to fight because his livelihood just got destroyed. Well, in my opinion, my livelihood got destroyed the other night in terms of me being able to win that race. So it just you got to be courteous. You know, It goes back to the etiquette gentleman's agreement and, and can you do it or not do it. And in my opinion, he wasn't doing it the other night. I pointed it out, and now he wants to fight, which... He sent you the address. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I've never proactively sought a fight. And, I, and unfortunately, my to-do list is pretty long at this point, and he's not on it. Uh, I just hope he stays out of the way the rest of the year. Simple. I thought that address was to Lancasters or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meat for some barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe y'all need to eat. Maybe y'all need to talk it out over a turkey leg or something. Yeah, I've lost 40 pounds. I'm not going back to that. Turkey leg. Yeah, turkey, turkey leg. leg for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you anyway. need to update your LinkedIn picture. I, I've never been on LinkedIn but once. <laughs> well, it was like 40 pounds ago. I know. Shrink me. Like that Photoshop thing. Just <laughs> <laughs> suck the fat out. You know, they sucked the fat out of Megan Trainer in one of her videos, and she got mad and made him put it back on. Like, it was this big deal. So just suck Good the fat out of me. I won't care. Make me look like 165. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Fix the gap. You look tooth. great. Whiten my teeth. Make me look pretty. All right. So I guess we better get out of here. We'd like to thank uh, the vultures or uh, Exalta, the other podcast people. Exalta and uh, One Main for letting us come in here and do this stuff and and uh, have a good time. Give us some feedback. Leave a review, good or bad. Let us know how we're doing. I saw a review this week. Do you guys read the reviews? I don't. Yeah. I should. You should read them. They're pretty funny. One of the reviews. Maybe we should we- read weed. We should weed one review. We should read. <laughs> we should Periscope one. next week too. Yeah, read one review a week. And uh, so this this one lady said that. This is the maybe it was a guy most entertaining and insightful show in all of NASCAR that that he just hopes that the political and and commercial powers that be don't come down on us and make us stop being who we are. Hmm. Was it my father? <laughs> Jeez, I am your father. Yeah. Also, you've seen that movie? <laughs> no, I've just heard that. I've heard that soundbite on an app. Wow. <laughs> Can't watch Indiana Jones, but Uh, we out. Thanks for joining us. Bye. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Hey everyone, this is Justin Allgaier, host of Junior Motorsports Upfront. Tune in to Dirty Mo Radio every Thursday as Jonathan Davis and I talk about everything junior motorsports, welcome guests, and more. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 